and she, the doctor, she had an extra tooth, and the doctor was working with, with Sophia yesterday, and he said, please take care to the girl from different situations. She's happy because tomorrow is in, uh, today is her birthday. Please pray for, for Sophia. Um, she was jumping in the temple in this morning early. We take again to the house, the girl, no, maybe tomorrow. Uh, please pray for our family. I was a single missionary in Chile in 2005. Uh, one American missionary uh, called to me for uh, help him starting a church, and we start Faith Baptist Church in 2005 in Santiago, the capital of Chile. Chile is a country in South America with 18 million of people, and Santiago, the capital, is a city with 7 million of people. 7 million of people, and the size of the city is like Columbus, Ohio. Can you imagine, can you imagine 7 million of people in Columbus? Columbus is crazy with 800,000 people. Uh, seven million of people in Santiago, and everyone used two cars, I think, in the same time, because the traffic is terrible every day, in the morning, afternoon. Uh, um, we start Faith Baptist Church. Many were saved, and we start the Bible Institute. I was a single missionary praying for a, for a wife. And in 2008, in June 2008, um, Pastor Bradley, I remember his name. He was working in Calvary Baptist Church, our home church, and he visited Chile with a group, uh, um, with a medical trip, and Susan was going in the group, and we, we met with, with Susan in Chile. I was praying for Susan. For uh, uh, We were speaking different language, me, Spanish, she, English. Uh, we were trying to speak with, with signs. I was moving my hands all the time, like, like this, doing things, and we keep that contact. And I was praying for her five years, every day. The Lord gave me the conviction. Almost, almost one voice telling to me, you are going to marry it with her. <laughs> and in 2009, uh, I started uh, a second church, Revival Baptist Church, I started teaching them uh, about missions because a group, a little group, 15 people, they, they, were, they were having uh, meetings in a living room. And they called for help. I started preaching and teaching them about missions, and they said, okay, pastor, we're in this moment, right now we are in problems with money because we don't have money for our families. We don't have money for rent a place for the church. We don't have money for pay you. You are the pastor, and you are asking for more money for unknown people in the other part of the world, in other continents. I answer, missions is the heart of the Lord. It's in the Bible. If we start working with missions, the Lord is going to bless your lives, the church. And I teach them what one, one missionary is going for a county, any country, the Bible said what we, the Christians, we are under the Great Commission, and we have almost 200 countries in the world. And the command is, go for everyone. It's a crazy, it's a huge command. Uh, we, everyone, we need to go to every country, or we need to pay, or we need to support if somebody's going. 
I was speaking with a brother, and he said, okay, we met a, a missionary going to Morocco, and he said, I, I told him, the Lord said, you need to go to Morocco. And he, he answered, I prefer send this guy. Okay, you can go. And we, we met another going to India. He's going to India. I'm continuing Chile. And they learn to support missionaries. And they start supporting missionaries. And the Lord bless the church. Uh, the, the Lord bless the families. They, they bought the, the, uh, the house, a, a big house that Bonner Shane Rice understand what. Uh, in South America, all the houses are very close, very tight. Okay, you can hear your, your neighbor. When they are crying, fighting, or laughing, <laughs> you, you can hear your neighbor. Um, and we, we bought the church, 60 people, they pay for a house of two floors, $60,000. The poor people, the poor people, without help of other, other churches, other pastors, or missionaries. The poor people, why? Because they start supporting missionaries, and the Lord bless the church. In 2000, they have right now a one pastor, full-time, and they are supporting the pastor. They are supporting maybe 18 missionaries. They are supporting us. Now they learn, and they continue supporting and looking for new missionaries. In 2012, Susan moved to Chile. Uh, she was a single missionary working with the same mission board, Macedonia World Baptist Missions. Uh, and we married in 2013, and we start another church, Trinity Baptist Church. Trinity Baptist Church, we start in the north of the capital of Santiago, in a place very, very poor and very, very dangerous. Because in, in, in this area, uh, they call Cerro Navia, it's like Navia, Navia Hill. Uh, it's very, very poor, very dangerous. Every Sunday or every weekend, they start Friday. At the night, they start with uh, a lot of noise, music in the streets. All the people in the streets, they are drinking alcohol, and a lot of people selling drugs openly in the streets. They are walking, offering to the people. No police, no laws, nothing. And we, when we started the church, Susan was pregnant, and we were knocking doors, uh, speaking with the people. We were taking the, the people in our car to the church. People smelling under the effect of the alcohol or the drugs. We take these people. We, we, were, uh, we were fighting for the people with the sellers to the drugs. And we start teaching them the Bible. Uh, by the way, in every street, in, in every corner in this area, they have one or two Pentecostal churches. And when we start the Bap Trinity Baptist Church, they say, why we need one more church? The church is not the solution for the people. But when we start teaching and preaching the Bible, and people believe in Jesus, the Lord changed the life of these people, and they were coming with his family to the church. They said, oh, wow. Here is the power of the Lord. This is the gospel. Um, they start supporting missionaries. We, we, they continue serving there with a national pastor right now. And in 2015, we moved to the States for deportation. I remember we were here in 2016, September, maybe October 2016. Um, and we returned to Chile in 2017, and we started our fourth church. 
Bethel Baptist Church. Bethel Baptist Church we start in the southwest of the city of Santiago, um, in a, call, a place what they call Little Hills. Little Hills, but the, the place is flat, sorry. I don't know why they call Little Hills. It's very flat, where are the hills? <laughs> um, and we start the, the church, Bethel Baptist Church, in, in one area uh, with 80,000 80, 80, people without another other church. No Catholic, no Pentecostal, no Jehovah's Witness, nothing, nothing, nothing. Only houses. Why? Because this is a new urbanization. They have new blocks, and the idea of the government is they are not giving free space for other situations, like churches or, or places for social organizations to the, to the, to the neighbors. Uh, 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 they don't have more space. We rent um, a bakery and abandoned abandoned bakery. Uh, we were we start with a Bible study in a house. Uh, the brother Claudio he called his family. We had five, ten, fifteen. We were we had the services in his house. Uh, uh, we were teaching the kids in his house. And one day we were looking for a place. Uh, the bakery was empty with a number. We called to the, the, this gentleman. Uh, he was a, a member of uh, Jehovah Witness. It's not church. Jehovah Witness Salon, they call Salon. Uh, he said, no, 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 this is not a church. I have the plan for to open again the bakery. And we call and call and call again. Um, and he said, okay, $1,500 per month. We answer, no, this is impossible because that house in this area is maybe $600 per month. And he said, no, 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 it's for the church, $1,500. Well, we continue calling him, but I gave that number to other friend, other friend, other friend. And they call, 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 and one day he said, I think what the pastor Ivan is giving my number to other people. And he said, is the pastor there? And the brother answered, yes, it's by my side. Give me with the pastor. <laughs> okay, brother, I'm sorry. Okay, and he said, why are you calling to me? Because we have a special interest in, in, in the bakery. Mm, and he answered, maybe God is asking to me for give you for to open another church in this area. I'm sure. Okay, and he said, okay, tomorrow we can join. I'm going to show you the place. Okay, we started the church in 2017. We were advancing with the church because in this area, it's an area of middle, middle class, um, a lot of professional uh, police, members of the armed forces living in this area. And they start coming to the church with kids, uh, uh, new people. We have uh, special times, special services. We baptize a group. We continue growing with the church. We were with almost 50, 55 people. Uh, we were ready to baptize maybe 12 more. Uh, um, a couple there, they were going to Madrid. And in 2020, start COVID, the pandemic. Our pastor, he was ready for visit us for a special service of organization to the church. And with COVID, the government locked down the country. And 
we start with services online in our house. We were in quarantine, strict quarantine with police and the army in the states uh, with, with only two permissions per week for to get uh, food or medicines, no more. If the police stops you, you need to have the permission to the government. Uh, um, we were six months in our house. Uh, Chloe, my, my first daughter, she was not sleeping because our house, uh, I don't know how to explain this, it was no, no big. We rent a house in the poor part of the city, but in the rich part of the poor part. Uh, I don't know if you understand to me. Um, in a place of middle class, and if they have one, the yard, like this space, they say, oh, it's big, because they can put the car, a trampoline, a lot of things there. And we had this space, and our kids, there, they were six months at the house, like a prison, and they closed the borders. We called our pastor, and he said, if you have the opportunity to get back to the States, you can start your furlough. We are in furlough, um, visiting churches. Thank you for this opportunity. We, we want to write support. And we are praying for get back to Chile in August this year. But what is happening in Chile? Uh, uh, our plan is start another church, because one pastor, one past, national pastor, he's... Uh, helping us in this moment with the church, online, only online. They had, in one year, just one presential service, one Sunday, no more, in one year. Two months ago or one month ago, they opened the church, so glad, and the government closed all the things again. Uh, we have the half of the people, but the Lord is blessing these people. Uh, Pastor Andres is helping us. Um, we're praying for get back and start another church out of the big city in a place called Wing. Wing is with 85,000 people without a Baptist church. Please pray for us. Pray for Chile because uh, COVID is the the last situation. Chile is is under a social social problem with the socialist people. They had an election for a new constitution and 85 percent vote for yes, a new social constitution. And they are asking for a social constitution and every, with every situation, what is happening in Chile, especially when they are attacking the police, the people, uh, uh, when the people call the police in Chile, the police was coming and they received uh, with guns to the police. They, are, they, want, they want to disappear to the police in Chile. Um, when somebody called the police, the police is not coming because they said, we don't know if that is a real emergency. And in the south to, to, the, to the country, another group is the owner of the, of the, of the country. They're attacking the army, the police all the time. Uh, a lot of things are happening in, in Chile. Please pray for Chile because this year they are going to start uh, with a new constitution and the first thing what they are attacking is the church. Um, they are telling to the people, we don't want more churches in Chile. We need to take up to the states the churches in Chile. The second thing, what they are using pic pictures of kids, they said, we don't want kids in the churches. 
because it's not our obligation. And they take pictures to the Pentecostal kids, uh, Jehovah Witness, while they are always with us knocking doors. And they said, this is not an obligation. They are free to play one Sunday in the morning in a park or anywhere. And other things, what they are speaking, or maybe it's already the law, is what the state is going to take the total control to the education to the kids, not the parents, not the families, the state. Pray for us. Pray for Chile, please, because the, they are attacking the, the churches, they are attacking the Christians. Um, people don't understand what is happening in Chile. When the government is offering something, free, money or, or food, uh, 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 Christians, they, they, are, they are happy receiving, but they don't, don't understand what is coming. They don't understand the situation. Please pray for us, pray for Chile, because we, we don't know what is coming, what else is coming in Chile. I have a list of things, no good things, what today are happening in Chile. Pray for us, please. Open your Bible, please, in Luke chapter, chapter 10. Luke chapter, chapter 10. Luke chapter 10, the verse 20, 25. We are going to speak about, about missions tonight, but we are going to take this, this story about the Good Samaritan. The Good Samaritan is a, one of the most classic stories in the Bible. Everybody, I think what everybody here heard before about the Good Samaritan, uh, because the, the Good Samaritan, uh, every pastor preached about the Good Samaritan. In every church, somebody is teaching about a good Samaritan. For in every every year, in every country, in every language, every cent- in every century, always people is teaching about the good Samaritan. And why? Why is why they are teaching about the good Samaritan? This is one of the most beautiful and amazing stories in the in the Bible. Uh, it's my favorite story in the Bible. It's the Master of Masters, Jesus Christ. He started teaching about the Good Samaritan. And we are, we are going to, to read the, the verses, the verses um, starting in 25 until 37. But in this story, is the story of the world, the story of missions. And it's your story and my story. You and me, we are here in this story. Let's start. 25, the Bible said, and behold, a certain lawyer stood up and tempted him, saying, Master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? This is, uh, curiously, uh, this is curious how the lawyer um, gives what he knows the Bible. He is coming for speak, to speak with the Lord Jesus with a bad intention. The intention is to tempt the Lord or, or prove the Lord. And he starts with a question very, very simple in the Bible. Uh, uh, why? Because it's a question like, let, let me do a question to the pastor, Pastor Rice. Uh, pastor Rice, when David and Goliath, they started speaking, who was more short, Goliath or David? 
Ah, he's smart. What is happening with, the, with this lawyer? He's thinking about Jesus. Uh, look at the details. He called the Lord Jesus master. He's thinking he's only a master. I'm a lawyer. I'm a lawyer for generations because usually they, they were lawyers by generation and they were carpenters for generations. Peter, he was a fisher for generations. Okay, and he said, no, he's only a, a, a carpenter, and he's speaking to the people. People are hearing to this guy, what is his name, Jesus. He's only a master and a lawyer. He memorized the Bible. He teach the Bible. He, he was with the Bible, with the law, the Torah, for the Jews, every day. And he's thinking about Jesus. He's only a, a carpenter. A master. And the Lord Jesus answered in the verse 26, and he said unto him, What is reading in the law? How read, readest thou? And he answered and said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy strength, and with all thy mind, and thy neighbor as thyself. Okay, when the Lord Jesus answered, Look at the title. He answered with two questions. Why? This is, uh, <laughs> curiously, one day I was studying, studying about this. Um, Vernon Magee. Uh, uh, one, one pastor said, well, uh, the lawyer, he was under the influence of Socrates, the Greek, uh, under the school. And the Lord Jesus, he's God. He knows all the things. He knows what is thinking the lawyer. He answered like Socrates. Okay, the, the lawyer, he comes, let me give you one example, looking for problems. And he used the rifle and he shoot to the floor. Bah! And the Lord Jesus answered like this, in the chest. This is the example here. This is why the Lord Jesus answered with two questions. And the lawyer was surprised. And, and the lawyer answered good. He used the autonomy. Chapter 6, verse 5, is the classical verse to the Jews, the, the Shema. They repeat those verses, those verses every day, every morning, all the time. And he's with the question, like the question to the pastor, right? who is short, Goliath or David? Uh, 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 I think what people was looking at this situation, uh, waiting, what, what is going to answer the, the master, the carpenter? And the lawyers, let, let me ask. A question to this guy, to the master. And the lawyer was, oh. And he answered. In, in, the, in, the verse, in the verse 27, in 28, the Lord Jesus said, And he said unto him, Thou hast answered right. This do, and thou shalt live. But he, willing to justify himself, said unto Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Okay. Can you mind the face of the Lord Jesus? And the next verse, the Lord Jesus, he starts with the, with the most beautiful story in the Bible, in, in my opinion. This is, this is a story of love. This is a story of grace. The, the Lord Jesus, he, he speaks here about maybe seven or eight doctrines in, in the Bible. 
He, he speak about, speaks about the salvation, security of salvation. He speaks about the Jesus' blood, about the, the Holy Spirit, about the second coming. He speaks about a, a lot of things in only seven verses because he's the best master in the world. He's the father of the, of the masters. And he starts in the verse 30, and Jesus answering uh, said, and now, uh, before this, let me tell you something. I believe some uh, same things about the Bible. I believe what the Bible is pure. What the Bible is the perfect word of God. I believe it about King James. Okay, King James 16:11 is the pure and perfect word of God. It, uh, one of the people, sometimes they are studying in college and they are speaking with the teachers and the teachers, uh, uh, they, they, they think what they are wise, they don't use a comb and they say, no, you, I, I have the true, I am the true, the philosophy uh, is the true, uh, the cosmos, the evolution. One moment, one moment. What is perfect in this world? The Bible. This is perfect, okay? We need to know our Bible. We need to study our Bible because every word in the Bible is, is inspired for the Holy Spirit. It's not what somebody was doing a copy. Hey, we need to fill up this space. Uh, put the word shoes. And it's under the context. No, every word in the Bible is in the context of the Bible. And every word is under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, okay? I'm not inventing now, nothing new, and nobody can invent nothing new about the Bible. And the Lord Jesus, he started speaking about a wonderful story. It's your story and my story. You and me, we are here. Mankind is here. Every person in the world is in this story. Their story, uh, and Jesus answering said, a certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho. Details, again. One man, you and me, mankind, is here. He was in Jerusalem, and he is getting down. He went down. How is that, that mankind today, spiritually, getting down all the time? No sliding. They are falling down. Spiritually, all the time, very far, far to the Lord. I remember when I born, not this moment, but when I, when I start walking, I start running very far to the Lord Jesus. And the Lord Jesus, he was looking for me for 23 years, and he reached and he catched to me. Okay, I'm going to explain something in a moment. And certain men went down from Jerusalem to Jericho. Jerusalem! the most holy city in this moment. They had the temple. They had the presence to God in Jerusalem. The Jews, they worship in Jerusalem. They had the special services in Jerusalem. But this guy, he's going to Jericho. Jericho, they rebuilt Jericho. Joseph destroyed Jericho. And the Lord said, please don't make the construction again. And somebody, he Traspass the law, and he make the, the city again. He built the city again, and they make to Jericho a city, the city of the sin, the city of the palms. It's like Las Vegas in this time. And this guy, he's going to Jerusalem, from Jerusalem to Jericho. Why? Because he's bored in the church. He's thinking, 
okay, for generations we are Christian, but this is not for me. I'm to that new generation. We don't use our hands for to work in this generation, only for the cell phone for in this generation. I'm to that new generation. I'm tired to worship. I'm tired to stay giving my tithes. I'm not going to give any coin, any penny to the temple. I'm going to Jericho because my friends, they are not Christian, they are doing funny things. They are living free. I'm feeling like I'm a slave in the church. And he was going, and maybe his parents said, go ahead. You are 18 years old. Go ahead. Let, let, me, let me explain what, what happened. And Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves. The devil is here. The thieves. Which stripped him of his raiment and wounded him and departed, leaving him half dead. That happened with the Christians when they are getting down. You are going, you are walking directly to the hands of Satan when you are getting down. He can touch you, but he's going to put things for hurt your life, for hurt your family, for hurt your testimony. And he was in the floor. And John 10, chapter 10, Bible said, the thief cometh not, but for still and to kill and to destroy. That three things happened with this guy. Because he was thinking, I want to be free, freedom. He's with his flag, freedom. I'm going to Jericho, Jericho. They have good music with light. They have, uh, uh, I, I, I can have a lot of, of, of friends. Um, and in the verse 31, and by chance, there come down a certain priest. Priest that way, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. And likewise, a Levite, when he was at the place, came and looked on, on him and passed by on the other side. Okay, two groups of people. The priests and the Levite. The priest is the religion. The religion, what's it? We are the thoroughly church in the world. Okay, we are Jehovah Witness. The other, they are from the devil. Yeah, the courts. We are the... We are true. We are the Mormons and the elder Ivan. Okay, come to my, our churches, the real church. But you are bleeding in the flu. If you come to our church, you can be saved. Maybe. Okay. The other Catholics say, Mary, you need to worship to Mary. Hey, wake up! You are in the flu. And mankind continue in the flu. Other religions say, don't eat pork, please. Pork and beans. I like. Uh-uh. Others say, don't work Saturday. This is a religion. Others say, you need to join your fingers, cross your legs, and, blah, 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 and put your, your mind in, in white. And you can reach the nirvana. I don't remember the, the, the name. Other, other religions say, Mohammed is the prophet. Allah is a savior. Mohammed. Yes, they are coming, the Muslims. They are missionaries coming to America. Mohammed, killer. We don't have kids. He raped people. He raped off people with money. Jesus Christ is God. He's holy. 
Allah, 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 Allah is the moon, the, crea the creation. A lot of people, they worship the cow, the animals. You need to have your red dot. Yes, I like the red dot. Yeah, <clears throat> I like, I, I love. Yeah, no, no, here, here, yeah, let me point you. Yeah, for, for reach the salvation, you need to swinging a river, I don't know where. This is a religion, and the religion said, you are in the floor. If you come to my religion, you can be safe. The Levite, the politicians, <laughs> is the new fashion. The left, we are to the left, we are social. Everyone is equal. Here, we need to have the same salary, the same shoes, the same color, so the same, all the things, okay? We are equal. Ah, you are in the floor. I have the solution. If you vote for me, I can help you. Goodbye. And mankind is in the floor. The other is to the right. I'm to the right. You need to vote to me. You can be free if you vote to, for me. And mankind continue in the floor. In the verse, 33, but a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed. Who is the Samaritan here? Is the good Samaritan. Only God is good. Who is here? Jesus Christ, the same God, the Messiah, he's speaking about himself. And he said, and let me explain you why I believe what he's got. Three words. As he journeyed, he's God, because he's the owner of the time he was journeyed. He's the Alpha and Omega. The first, the last. The beginning and the end. He's God. He's the owner of the time. And one day, he was journeyed, and he stopped one day in Genesis 1.1. And he said, in the beginning, God created all the things. And he stopped again in Bethlehem, in Matthew chapter 2, Luke chapter 2. Uh, yes? <laughs> Sometimes I forget. It's Mark. <laughs> uh, he's God. The Samaritan, as he journeyed, how was the relation between the Samaritans and the Jews? They, the Samaritans, they were despised. They were biracial. They were hated for the Jews. What happened with Jesus Christ? They crucified the Savior. They crucified God. And the Samaritan, as he journeyed, he's God. He was journeyed. Uh, uh, one more example, little example. The numbers, we have in the numbers, in the middle, the zero, yes? For your right, is plus one, plus two, until what number? Infinite. Yes? To the other side, minus one, minus two, until infinite. The numbers is teaching us what God is infinite. God is immortal. God is the owner of the time, and he was journeyed. As he journeyed, number one, came where he was. Now, let me explain you what happened when a person accept, accepts Christ as a Savior. Number one, God approaches the people. The Bible said, come where he was. The other two groups, they're looking the solution. And people, 
they towards them and looking, asking for the solution, but they are far. And the Samaritan came where he was. And when he saw him, and number one, let me explain, God approaches, approaches the people. God seeks for lost by sending missionaries. He's looking for the lost people. He continues sending missionaries. He continues calling people to the field because he's looking for you and for me. Because this is our story, you and me. God approaches. God is giving only the first step. Uh, sometimes people say, let me tell you my testimony. I was looking and looking for Jesus, and I found Jesus. Excuse me? When he was lost. No, I was lost. And Jesus was looking and looking for me in different situations in my life before my salvation. And he approached to me and he reached to me. He used somebody. I remember the day, January 1998, because God approaches the people. We have to be where they are. We are Christians. We need to be close to the people. People is asking for the Savior. But they, they can find the Savior. But God can use our lives for reach somebody. We need to pray. We can speak with the people. If you are thinking in somebody what is not safe, maybe you, you can speak with these people. Uh, okay, l l let, me, let me tell you something. Sometimes, sometimes, we don't need to memorize and speak with these people that, that plan of salvation because they are looking our life. The Bible says we are the light of the world. We are the salt in this world. The example is preaching. Most when a lot of questions or words or, or doctrines that we, we can learn. Our example is preaching. Uh, number two, let me, let me continue reading. And come where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion. Number two, God has mercy on the people. God loves mankind. God loves you and me. And he had compassion of you and me. Because we are in this story. He had compassion. We need to have the same compassion. We need to have mercy with the lost people, with the people without Christ. What is the solution? For the people, the gospel. But pastor, people is without food. The solution is the gospel. Because God bless his children. God start blessing the people when they believe in Jesus Christ. Okay? The world needs more gospel. The gospel, more missionaries, more pastors preaching for everywhere to everyone. We need to have compassion and get involved with missions. Number three, we can continue reading, and verse 34, and went to him and bound up his wounds, pouring in oil and wine. We have the oil and the wine. He take the, the, the wounds, and he, he started, he wrapped, I think, the, 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 the arms, the, the, the head. And it's the Lord Jesus. He started approaches. He approached to the people. He had compassion. Do you remember your first times when... Uh, uh, the Lord Jesus saved you. I remember my time. I was without heart, broke. I was bleeding. 
because I had, I had a pain. I was hurt. I had problems with, with my parents, with my family. I had, in the moment of my salvation, without a penny in my pocket, without a penny, thinking, what is the solution for, for my life? What is coming the next year? And he started, he bound my, uh, my body with oil. The oil is the Holy Spirit. In the moment of the salvation, he gave us the Holy Spirit. In your mind, is God. No clothes, no, no by side, inside, inside. In this moment, the Holy Spirit, he baptized the believers. He sealed the believers. He possessed, possessed the, the believers. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. We are invincible for the devil in this moment. And, and, and we continue working with the Lord and with, with oil and, and wine. The wine is the joy. That, that represents the joy. Psalm 23, David said uh, uh, he's showing a cup with wine, uh, speaking about the, the joy. The joy is, is a natural product of the gospel. The Christians, we are walking in this world with joy. Amen? Amen? Hello, neighbor. Ah, hello. <laughs> what is fun? Jesus loves me. Jesus loves you too. People think they are crazy. No. Yes, we are crazy. Second Corinthians said, we are crazy for the Lord. No, we are walking in this, in this world with joy. Hey, hello. How are you today? Ah, very bad. And you? <laughs> Can you mind Saturday in the morning or other day we are going to the visitation without joy? Pastor, I have an invitation to my church. Glad Baptist Church is my church. I'm the more happiness people in the church. Can you mind the others? The Christians, we need to show to the world the joy, the product of the gospel. And the Samaritan, he take the steps uh, and set him on his own beast and brought him to own inn. When he take the, 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 the guy in the floor in his beast, he's taking your place. He took my place in the cross. And he and brought him to own inn and took care of him. Number three, God cares for the people. God cares for his people. He is giving us his grace all the time. He's giving us the oil. The, he gave us the Holy Spirit. He's giving us the joy, the, the protection, uh, the provision, all the things. Uh, and he takes care of the missionaries. If you're going to the field, if the Lord is calling to you, you can speak with the pastor Rice. He was in Peru. He was in, in Italy. Yes, brother. Uh, the Lord. Take care of the people, of the missionaries, especially to the missionaries, the pastor, and every Christian. The Lord take care of, of us. And number four, and on the morrow, verse 35, and on the morrow, when he departed, he took out two pens and gave them to the host and said unto him, Take care of him, and whatsoever thou spendest more, when I Come again, I will repay thee. This is the most beautiful part, in my opinion. When I come again. Number four, God will return for his people. 
Jesus Christ is coming for you and for me. He loves you. He loves me. He loves everyone because he's coming very soon. Maybe in the next five minutes. Are you ready? Are you saved? The Lord Jesus Christ saved you. Did you surrender to the Lord Jesus Christ? Or are you, or you are fighting with the Lord? Is the Lord asking you something, something special? If the Lord is asking you for something, go ahead. Walk in the faith. The Lord is going to support you. In all the situations, in all the areas, because he's coming very soon. He's coming for you and for me. He's coming for the harvest. He's coming for the product of, of missions. He's coming for you and for me. And one day he will be with questions. What, are, what you did with all the things that I gave you? He's coming very soon. The Christians, once I heard about one missionary, he's planting churches in America. In a conference in Texas, he said, 18, 18% of the people in America is going to a Christian church Sundays. 18%. And the 18%, he includes Catholics and every group what called by, by themselves Christians. He's coming very soon. He's going to take the church one day. But not the all 18%. Because in this 18%, not everyone is saved. The, the, he includes the Mormons, Jehovah Witnesses, Pentecostals, and other groups. All, everyone was called by, by themselves or by himself Christian. 18%. What about the other people? What about this? Can you see the story of the Good Samaritan? In the, in the end, uh, the face of the lawyer, I can't mind the face of the lawyer, and the, the, the Lord Jesus in the last verse, and the verse 37, he said, go on, you need to do the same thing. We need to do the same thing. We need to reach this world with the Bible. We need to share the message. We need to start seriously with a great commission. We are thinking, no, it's the fault of the government, the new president, the police. No, no. What is happening with that church? Is the church mute? Is the Christians mute? Are you sharing the message? Yes, Pastor. When? I don't remember the last time. When we were in deputation and now in furlough, traveling for everywhere, usually we are we stop it in a park, in, in any public park for our kids, and they can run and jump and play. Usually we start speaking with the people, trying to share the message. I'm like a hunter, no hunter, like a fisher looking. Gentleman. And the other one is, I said, oh, I start speaking about something, and looking for an opportunity to speak about the Bible. 
I continue with the gospel. And sometimes the, the person answers, Oh, I'm a Christian too. Yes? In what church? Independent Baptist. Okay. The next. We found Christians, deacons, pastors. I know, I'm so ugly, but they were scared about me. I was trying to speak with them. And, they said, and he said, I'm a pastor too, in a Baptist, associate Baptist church. Okay, nice to meet you, brother. I don't have a lot of time. What is happening with the church? Jesus Christ is coming very soon. We need to reach the world in this generation. What is coming for the next generation? For our kids, grandkids. I don't know. But this story is a wonderful story. It's your story and main story. You and me, we are here in this story. Pastor. we stand to our feet with our heads bowed and our eyes closed. Truly a challenge from the Word of God. Are we getting the message out? We have the truth. We have the gospel. I'm glad you're saved. I'm glad you're here tonight. The truth of the matter is, A lot of times we wait for the lost to come into our church. But the Bible says that Jesus went out to seek and to save that which is lost. And he sent the disciples out to reach the lost. We need to go and take the gospel to the world. Not wait for the world to come to our church to get the gospel. That's our responsibility, to get the gospel to them. God, I pray that you'd speak to hearts as only you can. Father, thank you for the message. Thank you for the messenger. God, I pray that you would just touch hearts as only you can. In Jesus' precious name, I pray. Amen. As the piano begins to play, if God's spoken to your heart, the altar's open. have one more verse if you play one more Lord's coming soon he said I will come again and he will
we'll bring our invitation to a close. That last verse or that chorus says, Rescue the perishing, care for the dying. Uh, Jesus is merciful. Jesus will save. And I'm glad that Jesus does save. And uh, listen, in 2021, God still saves. And he's able to save people. And so we need to make sure we get the message out. If you will just remain standing just for a few seconds here, I will be brief. And uh, I just want to remind you of two things. One, uh, about our missions commitment. Uh, if you are waiting for the last missionary and the last service, it's, over. it's, it's past. We're done, okay? Uh, we will not stop talking about missions, but, uh, but I do want to encourage you. Fill that out um, and put in your missions commitments and do not forget about that. Pray about that as well. And uh, we are still shy of our, our goal. And so continue to pray about that. And I will certainly appreciate that. Easter Sunday, uh, and I said we're only having one service, 10 a.m. We are still having our evening service for those who are uh, confused. I'm sorry if I was not clear on that. So we'll have one Sunday morning service at 10 a.m. Everyone will go to their classes. We've done this many years. And, uh, and so, well, just the morning will be one service. It'll be 10, and we'll get out at 11. And, uh, and then we will have our evening service at 6 p.m. So I want to encourage you to uh, be here, invite somebody, bring somebody to, to Easter Sunday. And um, that's it. That's all I got for you. So praise the Lord. Good to see you tonight. And smile and let somebody know you're glad to see him and, and talk with Brother Chacon. Thank you, Brother Chacon. You can go ahead and go back to your table there, and, uh, and that way people know where to find you. All right. Thank you. God bless.